What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Not Without Merit podcast, episode 32 for the week of August 10th. I am one of your hosts, Mike. Jake is off this week, and joining us, as always, is Ben. Hey, everybody, and uh, I hope everyone's August is doing swell. It's hot, and I'm back to work, so it's terrible. Yeah. But video games, like today. That, I mean, is the reason we delayed this by a day is so we can talk about the warehouse demo that has just dropped mere hours ago <laughs> for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, 1 plus 2, 1, 2, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's amazing. It's perfect. It's everything you could have ever wanted out of a remake. It feels exactly like the original games did. And if you had any doubts as to... The quality of this, you can put those doubts to rest. This game will be perfect for people who love the original and was disappointed by the HD remaster remake last gen and the nightmare that was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5. Uh, that era, I was, can safely uh, say, is put to bed. And now we can get back to the era of good Tony Hawk games. Um, you can it's only good. play it. in here. If you pre-order the game digitally or were one of the two first 2,000 people to own, purchase Tony the Tony Hawk burrito through Chipotle, so oh, yeah. weird cross-promotion, but whatever, um, it's wonderful. Yeah, if, if you have any worries, yeah, throw them out. It's fine. The game's going to be great. It, it's, it feels exactly like the originals do. They, they figured out the tech. They did whatever they had to do to make the game good, and yes, so that was... Something that made me very at ease and very excited and not at all regretful that I like pre-ordered the collector's edition of this game without even playing it. So uh, I feel much better about that now. So, yeah, that was wonderful. I'll be playing the shit out of that demo probably at least all weekend because it is literally just a warehouse demo. Uh, you get to do a two-minute two uh, single session, nothing, nothing fancy, no customization. You do get to mess with the trick system a little bit. You, you kind of get the pool of tricks to reassign from and uh, fuck around with that. So, yeah, it's going to be a good time. I can't wait to spend more time with that. Uh, speaking of games that I can't wait to spend more time with, uh, another one I've gone back to, uh, SnowRunner. Picked that, dusted that one off after uh, setting it down for quite some time. Uh, good to be back into that game. Uh, still, you know, it had some rough patches, literally, uh, patches that made the game pretty terrible, both visually and uh, control-wise as well. But it seems like those have all been smoothed out, so the game is back to its normal, wonderful self. Uh, there's been some new content, uh, both paid and free. I have uh, do not have the season pass, so no new paid content for me to see. But some of the free stuff I will hope to get to soon. But that game's still great. Still a really, you know, weird thing to a truck delivery game is like probably one of i mean not probably it's probably almost certainly going to make my top 10 uh for 2020 <laughs> because of just how well made of a game it is and how good it is at what it wants to be is just a weird truck delivery with some crazy realistic physics uh physics to it so Oh uh, yeah, definitely. Time, man, you could really get back into Death Stranding. I think you'd really like it. Uh, I mean, I already got this <laughs> game, so I don't know if I want another one like that. I think that this one is is plenty for me. So uh, yeah, maybe someday, maybe if I complete this and I 
get the itch for something of this ilk, I'll 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 give Death Stranding a whirl. So at least I know I got that in my back pocket one day. <laughs> uh, the other game I will talk about this week will be the one game I completed, and that would be Blasphemous. Uh, yeah, um, me too. Oh well, did you look at that? Um, not really much to follow up on. I mean, I praised this game up and down last week. Nothing changed for the negative in the closing hours of the game. I will say that the final two bosses were certainly. Oh, not say the final two bosses. The second to last boss, a thing that I have said in other games for years. Why? Why is it always that the second to last boss is harder than the final boss? This is another one of those games that does that. I breezed past the final boss, but really struggled against the second to last boss. Not would it be again. the not the second to last boss, maybe the third to last boss? The one you fight on the bridge. I guess I don't know. Depending, mate. Which one was? I thought was. I think it. I only. I only lost some of the bridge one once. Well, I. I mean, I think it, it's just it required you. I feel like if you weren't good at parrying, that fight was probably way harder. Because for me, I even even being decent at parrying, I feel like I it, it it definitely demanded the most out of me for any fight. But like I said, um, or maybe I didn't say like overall the game's difficulty not nearly as bad as I expected it to be. I I think I died more falling into death pits than I did like all of my boss deaths combined. I yeah. like almost never died. I think to just regular enemies, maybe once or twice, but yeah. I think Death Pits were the things that did me in more than anything else in that game. But uh, it's really good. Um, probably not going to jump into the new Game Plus right now because from what I can tell that the quote, like that new content drop is literally just like one extra side quest. And I kind of don't want to just tread that game again right now and replay all the same stuff just to get one side quest. But I'll you know, once I get the itch to play one of these games, I would like to come back to it because I had a really good time with it. And, uh, yeah, it's a good game. And it's still on sale, I think, for, like, another, like, week, at least on oh, uh, yeah. PlayStation. So. Definitely grab it. Because you hyping it up last week got me hyped up for it. So, I, you know, I checked it out and vaguely yeah. remembered it when it launched, thinking, oh, I might like this one. And then kind of getting scared off again because it was a lot of those games are turning into Souls-like games. and. This one has its fair share of that. Yeah, it's not as, uh, not as, uh, what's the word? Punishing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, no. no. This is probably like one of the least punishing souls likes uh, I've seen. I mean, I was interested in this. I mean, the thing that turned me off, I would honestly, was the price. It was, you know, it launched at $25. Usually these Metroidvanias don't really have a lot of content in them, but I would say even at full price, like I played, I got 20 hours out of my first playthrough of this game. So yeah, I would, say it's, I was, I would yeah. even at full price, this is a worthwhile game, but it half off absolutely worth a grab. If you're a fan of that genre of game and like a little challenge, like I said, it's for, it's don't let the souls comparisons turn you off. It's not, overly it's difficult of a so game. Like, nice. if you could beat, like, a, like Salt and Sanctuary is way harder. Yes. 100%. Yeah. If you, if you could, it's I would say, yeah, it's hardly any more difficult than, like, Symphony of the Night, I would say. Yeah, I'd put it right on par with that one. I never, I never hit parts where I was angry just at the game for being too hard. It was just... I was, it was like, came at the end of like a long play, like long session, and my brain was just kind of done. And 
there was a, I got to a boss fight. I couldn't beat it, so I just turned it off for the night, came back the next day, beat it on the first try, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, my favorite, though, is the one I was having trouble with, and I mentioned it to you, and you gave me that one little piece of advice just to stay close and use the use the uh uh what the lightning pillar yep i i beat that stupid thing without even losing a vial of health it was just it was so it was so ridiculously easy i would say like um as far as like your abilities or i guess they're called prayers in the game there's really like one awesome one one okay one and the rest of them are just like who gives a shit so i it was kind of like one of those things. It's like, well, once you get the lightning blast, there's really no point of ever changing again. Which I would say, if I was going to point at any one thing as a negative in that game, it's like a, a lot of your charms and abilities and all that. It kind of they all kind of fall into that hole. Like, there's only one or two good ones, and the rest of them are either eh or suck. So I wish there would have been a little more variety to that. I feel like a lot of games. I mean, hell, even. Uh, Hollow Knight is one of the few games I think did that well, and it still has a lot of its like kind of charm system. There's a, there's a lot of junk in there, but this game even more so. Unfortunately, it's just like a it. I never really fucked with like my rosary beads. It was just like yeah, I had like the same ones the entire game. Like same. there was there was a lot of them are just like uh, either like worthwhile or so situational that it wasn't like worth ever like switching on and off. So. I, w- I just I wish kept that- like my at- my atonement building items were in, yeah. but I was running around, and then when yeah. it was boss time, I would flip it out for something else. Right. That was yeah. It. But most of them was just like, oh, here's the one that gives you more health or more magic, and you know, I I think yeah, the other one yeah, one better defense and whatever other one, but uh, it's a good game. Like I said, I can't yep. I can't uh, definitely give my seal of approval and seems like you beat it as well so i'm sure you which we'll ending did you get well i got the bad one me and, too <laughs> well the first the first off i didn't know there were multiple endings until i Maybe. looked at the the trophies i'm like oh there's two endings and luckily <laughs> enough like if you get the bad ending you can just reload your save and then go back and get the good ending but apparently you can't if you get the good ending first you can't go back and get the bad ending so i'm like oh well that's convenient yeah um, uh good, yeah good thing that we screwed that up yeah yeah. so i i looked at what i had to do to get the good ending i'm like oh i'm basically i was inadvertently like 90 percent of the way to getting the good ending i just needed to do like one extra thing i'm like oh well i I guess that worked out but um yeah it was good i mean it's really good game overall i hope that they make another one or an expansion or something i mean they obviously just dropped this new like content update, but I mean, who, yeah, hopefully we could see a sequel of some kind from uh, them in the future. But outside of that, that's uh, that's all I got on my plate this week. It's a pretty light week as far as video games, and Tony Hawk is the next game I'm I'm picking up. So yeah, the next few weeks will just kind of be picking at random stuff. So yeah, that's all I got. So yeah, Blasphemous. I got that like Friday, I think. Like, like, or I think I bought it like during we were, like while we were recording. I bought it and downloaded it, and then uh, yeah, I fired it up Friday and played that pretty much all week. Um, beat that. That'll probably come close to my top ten. That was I really liked it. Um, I played a little Call of Duty over the weekend. Uh, my brother was 
had an itch to play some, I guess. So we put it in and oh, let's call it duty. New maps are pretty solid. Um, the install process is hilarious now, though. I don't know if you checked that out lately. How you have to download all the different packs. It's to help mitigate the updates because they're so ridiculous, you know. Hilariously stupid. So man, they gotta fix. They really gotta fix that next gen. This is awful. Like it's taking 197 gigs on my console right now. It's just modern warfare. Um, I I thought they said you could like uninstall parts of the game now. I I don't know. I'd have to look, but because I what did I do? I ended up because I had Warzone installed, and then I was like, well, just I'm gonna play the multiplayer. So I threw my disc in thinking I'll just be able to play multiplayer. That is very incorrect. It made me uninstall Warzone, then reinstall <laughs> and update my disc version. I was not happy with that. Yeah, no thanks. Plus, I believe the Warzone took already a... has multiplayer in there, but I don't think you can uh I didn't have access to it. You can it's... only play the, the freebie weekends when they do But those. even then, it, like, it wasn't it wouldn't let me. It was trying to get me to buy it when I'd go to access it. That's why I had to reinstall it. It took it probably took as long to uninstall, reinstall everything uh, than the time that Andy and I played it. That sounds like but Call of Duty. So worth it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's I have fun and I actually liked it. I mean, I I didn't have a huge issue with this one. I was just as good at this one than I was at the other one, so. Did you only play multiplayer, or did you play Warzone yeah. too? No, no, I'm. I can't do Warzone. I don't know what it is. Uh, just that one's too campy. I just feel there's too many yeah. people sitting in corners in that one. I've been killed like the last few times we played it. Like every time I've been killed, it's just someone's picked a random corner to sit in in a house. It's just camping a door, and I win the lottery every time. Going in the wrong door. Uh, so after Call of Duty, I popped in some Hyperscape. I got my one game played to confirm that I do not like that game. It's, (laughs) it's boring. Like, I don't know what it is about it. Um, I just, I don't don't like the gameplay. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's just too big. I'd ran, I ran into a handful of people. I probably did. So I did so much damage. I didn't get any kills. Um, I've heard that the time to kill in that game is very high, not in a good way. It was atrocious. So uh, I hit my invisible maneuver. I I grabbed the invisible ability, which is very helpful because you can get the jump on somebody, try to murder them, and then if you don't, you can invisible run away. But... uh, so I got my invisible up. I'm chasing this dude. He goes into this little alleyway and just stops. To, he's checking something. And I just come up right behind him, shotgun out, pop him in the head like twice. He spins and kills me with an Uzi. Like, nice. I had a shotgun in your back of your head, and I still got killed. Sounds like old Call of Duty. Yeah, so if this game came out like three years ago, when the Battle Royale fad was just kind of taken off, this might have been like really big. Like this would have been like shit. But this 
was just not fun for me anymore. So I'm I'm not gonna mess with it much. Have you tried it yet, Mike? Or no? No. I mean, my interest in it was like I'm. I mean, the 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 cons. Hearing about new battle royales always piques my interest, and then seeing this on PC for a couple weeks in action, and then just hearing everyone's reactions about it, I was just meh. Yeah, it's 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 you know, VRs are definitely one of those things. It's like it's really hard to juggle multiple at the same time. So it's just a, and I think I said this before. It's like okay, what this game has to basically be better than Apex for me to play it because I'm not going to play Apex and Hyperscape or you know better than whatever you know BR at, at the moment. And with I know I'm you know on a pause from Apex, but I know I'll go back to it. So. Everyone, you know, even people that, yeah, is that it? Wow, that's already next Tuesday. Um, so yeah, it's just it seemed fine, but it's it's always one of those just like, well, I you know, like I just said, if, if it's not better than Apex, why why would I play it? It's you know, yeah, dude, I uh, mean, Apex yeah. ended up being my favorite uh, by now. Like it, it which yeah. is surprising considering how much I didn't like it at first. Yeah, as far as like the longevity and yeah, it's, it's still to me, I think is, you know, it, def- it definitely has, it's definitely not without issues, but uh, I'd say like overall when everything works well, it's, I, it's easily my favorite BR as well. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm glad that more, cause it, this seemed to be like similar to Apex where it's very high mobility, which I think is definitely an avenue that BRs can look into more because a lot of them are like so grounded and everything like Warzone and you know PUBG they're so I, I feel like the arcadey aspect of VR still has a lot of uh, potential to be tapped into if done right so the thought of that was always interesting but yeah it seems like Hyperscape is very very bland and not yeah not really all that interesting I downloaded it but I mean it was one of those like unless everyone else was super hype on it I probably will just delete it without ever even booting it up. I was going to say, the only reason it's still on my PlayStation is in case you wanted to play it with somebody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would I'm not going to jump into a BR by myself. So if everyone else is just as lukewarm as I am, I'd be like, why don't we just play Apex instead? <laughs> exactly. I, that's what it boils down for me, too, is if I have to choose between Apex or Hyperscape, I would choose Apex. Hell, I would choose Fortnite over Hyperscape. <laughs> Uh, uh, what else did I play? I played some No Man's Sky after I beat Blasphemous. Uh, I learned a very easy money making business. Uh, Selling from, chips? From Sean. No, this is way easier. Uh, you, uh, basically, it, you just you use your refiners to refine, um, material and just sell it. At the trade, like at the terminal, the only the only issue is that uh, once you sell at one terminal, you have to jump systems because you will have sold so much of the material into that system that it just bombs the price of it. This is true. So I went uh, from having $1.2 million in my pocket to having 10 and like an hour or two just farming the stuff to get my thing yes. going. And it was nice. It's nice having some money now because I was always like, 
I had to, I, when I was first starting, I was like working just to buy some wiring looms or whatever they're called to, to upgrade my stuff. But, uh, like, the one thing you'll quickly learn is that you honestly don't even need that much money. No, yeah, it's the uh, thing too is <laughs> it's all about materials. So, I mean, it's, yeah. it, you'll use the money to buy materials, but a lot of shit you need, you can't buy. So it's just like, I have all this money, which is nice. Because when you find a material that someone's selling, you can just clean clean them out and not yes, have to worry about that's it. That's what I did. With- yeah, I stopped farming for money after a while because I'm just like I don't really spend it that much. So yeah, well, I want to upgrade my you know my ship and my multi tool eventually. Like that I would costs say, yes. money. Uh, yeah, once you get it, I, yeah, because I would say I have a good ship and a good multi tool, so I don't really have any other big purchases I have to I worry about. I need to add freighters to my fleet. Oh, see, so yeah, I've touched freighters, but. Yeah, you yeah need, exactly. if you don't have a multi-tool with, like, 20-something slots on there, you you should definitely do that, like, immediately. Yeah, I just, I, I got one that's got, like, 24 on it now. This is very, Perfect. very helpful. Um, that, I, I did scrap my first ship uh for the first time. Well, not my first ship, but I found a ship and repaired it and scrapped it. and got, like, one and a half mil out of that, so that was pretty sweet. We got a good one. Um, that's it for now. Still running through the story portions. Uh, finding new people. It's unlocking very long. Stuff. Way longer than I thought. Yeah, this is, uh, I'm like, well, I got like probably 28 hours on this save and, um, yeah, it's, I still have like a lot of stories on my, my log sheet. Uh, but it's it's still a lot of fun. I like it a lot. Um, uh, Fall Guys, da da da. Played a little of that. That's still Fall Guys. They did um, announce they're going to be doing a new map soon, so that's pretty sweet. Yeah, there I can. I already see as far early as today. There is at least oh. one new game mode in there. Nice. I'll try that out, and then. Um, uh, nothing to really report. I did start the Marvel's Avengers beta today, just to give that a whirl. And initial impressions is that it it looks pretty good, and um, it's there's a lot in there. So I've just really played like a half hour or so of it. So I don't have a whole lot to go on, but I'll play some more this weekend and report back next week. That's uh, that is it for me. All right, and with that, we will jump into a what seems and turned out to be a very big and controversial week. In it was the, a really uh, slow week until yeah, like it, it was week. until like the last minute. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. So we'll start with the first big news: uh, Halo Infinite got delayed until 2021. Uh, you know. COVID troubles, uh, the the entire internet shitting all over that game when it got re-revealed a few weeks ago. You know, whatever you want to call it, it's it's not coming out until 2021. Yeah, no no spring, no window, just a flat. It's next year delayed. Which then, considering that was going to be a launch title for the Xbox Series X, Microsoft had to follow that up quickly with a hey, that system is still coming out, and we at least got to pin it to a month, November. So 
Yeah. All we need is that pesky day and that pesky price, and we will know. But yes, X, they came out to yeah reconfirm that yes, the console is still planning on coming this year. Um, it seems to have leaked out thanks to controller boxes that there will be a <laughs> there will be two models: a Series X, which is the seems to be the premier model, and a Series S, which people are assuming is a more budget priced model. Um. Yeah, it's a, it's they basically said that hey, we're gonna have a lot of old games that are gonna look better on the Series X, but I think everyone's kind of reading the writings on the wall that they were really counting on Halo to be like their big, you know, premier bombastic launch title for uh, the Series X. So um, definitely is taking the wind out of their sails when it comes to the launch of this console. So I think what helps too is that the Halo is going to be cross, whatever generational. And the, yeah, and the the uh, multiplayer is going to be free across the board, so that's that's huge. But uh, yeah, this this one stings a bit. But uh, yeah, that's rough. Yeah, it's definitely definitely a hard one. I mean, people people are making made some sort of assumptions that maybe with any luck that. Um, Maybe just the multiplayer will make it in time for launch, and the campaign won't come out till next year, since they're you know touting that as it's you know a separate free to play entity. But I wouldn't even bet on that at this point. I feel I feel like if they if they could have salvaged that announcement by saying that, they would have come out and said that uh, the campaign's ne- delayed till next year, but we'll still get you that multiplayer uh, in time for launch. So um, yeah, uh, definitely a, a heavy blow to uh, the launch of the Xbox Series X, which honestly at this point has to lean on third-party titles. I mean, they even basically came out and said, like, hey, here's all the games that are going to be optimized for Series X and listed off stuff like Assassin's Creed and Yakuza and Watch Dogs Legion. Honestly, the biggest first-party game that is going to launch on this system is Gears Tactics, and that's been on PC since earlier this year. So, um yeah, it could very well be a very rough launch for the Xbox. Something like a rough launch for both. Just uh, yeah, I mean, given the 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 world climate we're in right now, it's uh, definitely not envious to launch a system right now. But I mean, hey, they both had more than enough time to delay these systems out till next year. But they are both committed to doing it. So, and I feel like it's almost too late to delay them in a weird way. Yeah, I think so. They're probably already getting built. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, if Sony was predicting 10 million to be ready for sale by the end of this year, so I imagine, yeah, they're at least, if not being built, on the doorstep of uh, manufacturing those at this point. So, yeah, tough, tough, uh, tough week for Microsoft, but uh, you know, they'll bounce back. They got Game Pass. They'll they'll be just fine. The other uh, big news. Fortnite has been removed from both major mobile app stores, both Google Play and Apple's App Store, after they, in a defiant effort, added a 20% discount to V-Bucks if you bought directly from them, circumventing making the purchases through each respective app store. So this was basically Epic taking a big middle finger to the 30% cut that both uh, mobile stores get of every in-app purchase. And 
not surprisingly, both stores responded with removing the game from their stores for download. Now, obviously, if you already own, have downloaded the game or have the game installed, this doesn't affect you. You can still play it. Um, still play it. They did say, though, you can only play the current iteration of the game since it's not available for download. You can't receive any updates to the game, at least on the Apple side. With Google Play Store and how their um, OS works, you can download it directly from Epic. So you can continue to play and receive updates if you download the game directly from Epic on uh, Google OS. But uh, unfortunately for Apple, you are uh, shit out of luck. Feel bad it's, for the, the players yeah. on OS. It's that's yeah, it's it, it's a very murky thing to look into because it's yeah, you know, hey, I understand. I don't care if you're a multi-billion dollar company like Epic or you're a small team making their very first game on the App Store. When you look at Apple taking a 30% cut of every sale you make, I would be fucking pissed too. And I'd want a more reasonable cut. I mean, I understand, you know, Apple's got to take something. You know, you're hosting... They're hosting your game. It's running yeah. on systems. Obviously, you know, they're not going to do it for free, but, you know, basically a third. I can understand why Epic, you know, obviously making billions upon billions upon billions of dollars doesn't want to give up a third of that to Apple. And, you know, for everyone saying that, you know, how how could you defend billionaires suing billionaires? Well, the only company that was ever going to do this and potentially win is a company like Epic that has billions of dollars to spend on a lawsuit against Apple. One of the biggest companies in the world, you can combine 10,000 small time dev teams and they won't even have a quarter of the funding Epic will will have to throw at this lawsuit, which will probably go on for years, honestly, because Apple doesn't want to lose this suit too, because once they lose this suit, I mean, it's the floodgates will open and this is something this is a you know once in a generation style of lawsuit that's going to shape the future of you know people being able to basically install software on their own devices i mean they are basically already lost the right to repair more or less when they have to now let you know third parties fix their phones and this is kind of just in the same vein of allowing people to go yeah, um, if I want to install shit on my phone that's a, from a third-party app store, like, why, Apple, do you have the right to just be the one and only place for me to download shit on my phone for it? Fucking, it sucks. It doesn't allow competition. It basically enforces a monopoly on your platform, and it's shitty. I think it's it's always shitty in the end. Yeah, I got to have that competition. Um Competition is always good when you're looking in the marketplace like that. Keeps prices down for the consumer and helps people go out and actually buy stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's 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 every time I see people complaining on, you know, PC gamers complaining about having all these launchers and shit. It's like, well, look at the the marketplace now. It's like, look at how many games Epic gives gives away for free. As that's that's what competition breeds. The consumer in competition, the consumer always wins. That's how competition works. The consumer wins in the end because you get better deals because places want your business. And then now you have things like you know EA has their own 
monthly subscription that allows you to basically have their in- access to their entire library of games. That's because they're able to make their own launcher. Same with Ubisoft. Epic is giving away games hand over fist just to get you on their service. That type of shit is what is good for the consumer because other people are fighting for your business. Yes, the, yes. at the end of the day, they're just looking for money. That's what businesses do. They don't operate on hopes and dreams and well wishes and smiles. They need money to survive. So, yes, it is a selfish thing that Epic is doing because they don't honestly give a shit about the little guy. But in the end, this lawsuit is going to help every single person that has ever released any sort of app on any sort of mobile device and looks at that 30% cut and goes, man, that's fucking bullshit. I wish I didn't have to give up that much of my uh, product to an app store. Now, if, you know, probably win. I mean, I feel like Epic will win this, but it's just going to be a matter of how many millions upon millions of dollars they're going to have to throw at this lawsuit. But I think... They can't prepare, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, this doesn't even go into... They had a little kind of marketing uh thing inside Fortnite that took blatant shots at their uh 1984 ad that kind of just painted apple as the enemy you know back in the day when apple was painting ibm as the enemy so kind of turning the tables on apple in that sense but you know i you know i'm not i'm not any corporation's friend but fucking go go get them epic fucking take yeah this this <laughs> is you're, you're fighting for something that's going to help people in the end so whatever good for them i agree so yeah big yeah big big news in that world and as of you know as of this this all kind of went down yesterday i don't uh foresee the fortnite returning to either app store for quite some time so play it on i don't know one of the 300 other possible ways you can play fortnite i think it's literally on everything now so you know hopefully mobile wasn't your only way of playing it the last controversial story this week was something that we had all been fearing uh, for quite some time when it comes to next-gen and how next-gen upgrades and everything will work. Remedy and 505, makers of Control, have announced the Control Ultimate Edition that will be coming to Steam later this month and to consoles depending on what version uh, you would like to purchase, either by the end of this year or early next year. Uh, The Control Ultimate Edition is basically the base game control um, and all of the, I'd say the the two expansions, uh, the Alan Wake expansion, which which just came out, and the previous Foundation expansion, all bundled into one nice, healthy package. You know, this has happened many times over the years. Game of the Year Edition, which is what a lot of, you know, repackagings like to call it that comes with all the dlc and everything um but the twist in the fine print of the control ultimate edition is basically that this is the only way if you own control on current gen platforms you will be getting an upgraded version of control on next gen platforms so essentially if you own Control at this very moment on PlayStation or Xbox, that version of the game will not be receiving any sort of next-generation update. So more or less, they are hamstringing you into rebuying the game a second time 
if you want to get a next gen version. Yeah, sell your copy now while you still can. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's uh it's really shitty. Um basically this is what we hoped wasn't gonna happen, or if it did, would at least be worth your while that you wouldn't just essentially be buying the game over again to get nothing more than everything that's already been released. Like there's literally no extra, there's nothing new about this version of the game whatsoever. It is literally all of the currently available content bundled into one. It is priced at $40. So it is, you know, cheaper than the, you know, day one version of the game, but still this is a big fuck you to everyone that has supported that game up to this point, because you were saying to all of them, your sale wasn't good enough. Please buy our game again if you want to see it on next-gen platforms. And even then, I mean, what does this say about PC people? I mean, if they that this is the same as if someone bought a new graphics card, they would be like, oh, sorry, you need to buy Control again because the game's going to look better now. <laughs> so it's really fucked up. I mean, it's it's for a game that I was looking forward to playing next gen because specifically of how fucking dog shit awful this game runs on consoles. The fact that they're making you buy the game again is even like triple bullshit on a whole other level. The do over. Yeah, it's the you should honestly be giving that game away on consoles for the embarrassing way that game ran on a ps4 i can't say anything to xbox but i'm sure it didn't run much better but the fact that you're asking for my money again uh yeah it's 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 really fucking disappointing because i was so excited to play this game on next gen and i that's i mean a big reason why i was waiting for uh to play it on next gen was to play these new expansions and the fact that like it it's so embarrassingly terrible on PS4 I didn't want to subject myself to playing through that game again when it runs like absolute shit but no they're saying hey 40 bucks uh we'll catch you next gen uh, I don't know about that <laughs> so. yeah I'll wait I'll wait till it's 20 bucks or less I'll give it a shot yep. cuz that Alan Wake content was going to be good mm-hmm. I know it yeah and that was them. Um, they also came out and like confirmed that basically, hey, we basically have like a little multiverse going on with all the games we're working on that they all take place essentially in the same universe. So, and they're working on some other new kind of, I guess, crossover, but they haven't alluded to what games it involves yet. So it's cool that they're doing that, but that was really taken aback by how shitty of a cash grab this whole situation is. But our final news story, which is the complete opposite of a cash grab, is another completely free content update coming to Dead Cells. This is the Barrels of Fun update. It is available as we speak right this very second on the PC version of the game. It will be coming to the Xbox, PS4, and Switch versions, quote, later this summer. Uh, What you will get in this new update is a brand new biome called the Derelict Distillery. Uh, and then as with most of these content updates, you will get a handful of new enemies, a handful of new weapons, a brand new explosive barrel mechanic, as well as breakable walls. And there will be a completely brand new soundtrack coming to the game as Ooh. well. There you go. Now, how would you compare Dead Cells to Blasphemous? 
man. I mean, you can't even compare them. I mean, it's honestly, they, it's like they're both a Metroidvania. And even, well, no, they're not. Oh. Because, like, Rogue, I mean, I don't know. It's weird because even, um, like, Blasphemous technically isn't a real Metroidvania. Because it doesn't have the pillar of you being gated by abilities. Because it's literally just keys opening doors. So I wouldn't say that Blasphemous is a Metroidvania. Dead Cells is like a... To, it's it's like fuck. Dead Cells is Symphony of the Night if it was run based. There. Okay. It's a ro- it's a roguelike. It play it's fucking awesome. Like the gameplay is fantastic. But it's it's a run based game, so it doesn't really have a lot of the Metroidvania elements. It's like just a two D. Well, like, a little different. Yeah. So it's 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 weird to describe, but it's if you're a fan of the genre, Dead Cells is like at the top of my list as far as like. Metroidvania style games that you should absolutely play. So uh definitely check that out. And obviously uh there have been two free updates and a paid up and a uh DLC which is only five dollars. So it's uh definitely worth looking into no matter what. That's all there is that's all the news there is to tell this week. It's a pretty slow week. Apologies that we had to delay it by a day, but you know, things happen. Hopefully uh we will we'll be back on a normal schedule next week. Cross our fingers. We'll see. We some 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 scheduling things we have to figure out behind the scenes that uh, may involve oh, yeah. moving our recording day. But uh, that remains to be seen. But uh, yeah, no Sunday, bonus round. Five a.m. Yep, yep. Those this will be your uh, <laughs> Monday overnights podcast coming to you live every Monday three a.m. Uh, Eastern time. But uh, yeah, no bonus round this week. Uh, everyone, get out there, enjoy. Hopefully a not hot as fuck weekend, which I hopefully won't be experiencing. Otherwise, I'll just sit in front of my damn AC all weekend long. But, uh, yeah, get out there. Enjoy yourselves. Thank you all for listening. Ben, where can they find you on the Internet? You can find me on Twitter and Twitch at the Leroy OG. And you can find me on Twitter at Just Survive, on Twitch at The Just Survive. You can find Jake on Twitter and Twitch at Fet the Assassin. You can follow the show on Twitter at NWMPod. You can also go to our website at NWMPod.com, which has links to all of our contact info, links to all of our past episodes, and, of course, you can subscribe to our show there on iTunes, on Google Play Music, on Stitcher Radio, on Spotify, or your podcast app of choice, which we always say go and write us a review and let us know what you think of the show because each and every week we thank you for listening. And until next time, take care. Peace. See you. Bye.